What's good everybody, this is Silas from SilasBeats.com Today I wanted to ask you Whether you want To do Music right, As a career right? Just as a question for yourself Is that something that you want right? And if the answer is yes Right, then you know that you're going to, you're you're up against a lot of people, right? This is just a given. There are a lot of people. I'm not talking about tens of thousands, I'm talking about tens of millions of people. In your niche, in your circle, in your, you know, in whatever it is that you're trying to do, there are millions of people trying to do the very same thing. When I say millions, I'm not exaggerating. There are literally millions of people trying to do the exact same thing that you're doing, right? So that introduces an element of competition, right? Cool. Having said that, I I want to know what the hell everybody's doing with their time. Like, what the hell, what the hell is everybody doing with their time? Because this morning, I got two messages from people. The first person said, I, I, I like how my career is going right now because I'm progressing. Things are happening, they're happening slowly, but they're happening. And I'm happy about it. And I'm like, look, this is progress. Like, any progress. I'm happy when I hear stories about people who are progressing. Even if it's just a little bit. So, someone might have gotten, you know, a couple, um, a couple interactions on a post that they did because they did their post a little bit differently. Things went a little bit better. That's progress for me. If you manage to write two songs this week instead of one, that's progress, right? So I like that. Now, there's this guy... Who sends me a message saying, um, you know, what, what, what can you do to help me find a manager? And I thought to myself, this is, there's two layers here. There's two layers of laziness that I've just heard in one statement. And it, I, like, I got really angry and I thought to myself, calm down, just explain yourself. Maybe, maybe guy needs to understand something real quick. So I was like, okay, cool. Right. Um, the two levels of laziness. The first one is he wants me to find him a manager. He wants me to help him find a manager. And that, I was like, okay, um, no. Like, uh, I'm not going to be able to do that for you. I'm sorry. That was the first thing. And then the other thing that I wanted to know was the requirement for a manager what do you need a manager to do so not only was he lazy and trying to find this manager dude wanted a manager to help him i think he said um i need a manager to build my brand not even to help him build a brand to build a brand so he literally is just trying to find all these people to do all of this stuff for him and that annoys me because i'm i've maybe it's just me but i come from a place of if you want something, you're going to work for it, right? You're not just going to luck into it. You aren't just going to get someone who's just going to hook you up with it. Uh, same way I got into, um, I got into this, the music industry here in Joburg, especially here in Joburg, where it's a case of you need to know someone to be able to do anything. I didn't know anybody. I knew zero people. When I came here, I came here with a computer and a bag with clothes in it. And that's where the story began. Didn't even come here as a music producer. In any case, this person annoyed me in that I thought, like, what are you doing with your time that you need someone to build your brand? Is it a case of not knowing how to do it? In which case, 
that is also it's not an excuse because I'm telling you the type of manager that you're going to find without having any sort of brand sense or brand uh, uh, you know any kind of brand going on the type of manager you're going to find is going to be nonsense because <laughs> you're either going to need to pay them up front and they're going to they're going to basically they're going to milk your pockets just trying to establish simple things imagine putting up five to six k every single month for people to do really really simple things for you I could, I could manage that person's brand. I could do it. I'm sure I could manage people's brands. I'm almost 100% sure I can get you to a place where you'd be able to get um, uh, decent work on a regular. But the amount of money that you'd be paying me is pointless. It's pointless. Why are you giving me 6K? And remember, I'm going to tell you that it's going to take you three or four months to get this stuff done. Right? So I'm going to make at least 24K out of you before any of this stuff happens. If you have the money, go for it. In fact, go do it. If you've got the cash, go do it. Throw cash at that problem and see if it works. If you don't have the money, why would you do that? Because they're gonna do simple things for you that you can do yourself. Remember, we're in an age now where you don't have to, you don't have to run to companies for everything. You really don't. You don't have to run to a professional company to get your photo shoot done. I had a guy with a camera hook up a whole lot of photos for me last year. And it's because I spoke to him, we leveraged out a deal, and that's how we sorted that out. It was amazing, right? I didn't have to talk to a company, I didn't have to do anything. Um, with regards to, you know, doing my work, doing the day-to-days of running a, a, a record studio, I didn't, I don't have to rent out a space and you know make a whole big deal out of it i have a very very small space but it works perfectly fine and to be quite frank the quality of the work that's coming out of there trumps a lot of the work that's coming out of studios that cost in excess of 100k i know my studio did not cost me a hundred thousand rand to put together and the kind of work that's coming out of it i'm happy with it's good it's making it to tv it's making it to radio i'm in a very very good space with regards to the quality of the work now um, uh, I was, uh, where were we? I was having a meeting with a friend and we were talking to a potential investor. And one of the things the investor wanted to do, she was like, okay, and then we're going to put you into a, a proper studio. And we looked at her and we were like, what? And I think she saw this. <laughs> she saw it and was like, why do you guys look at me like that? And we were like, but we making music. Oh no, no, but you guys are making music at home. It needs to be in a studio. Then we stopped her. We were like, whoa, 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 Why does it need to be in a, in, a, in a studio? She looked at us and said, no, for the quality. And we were like, okay, but that very same quality that, you are, that you're talking about, that you're talking about getting, we're getting. Our songs are on radio. Our songs are on rotation. We we're getting all kinds of rotation. That is not what we need right now, you see. So again, it might be down to perception. I know a lot of people have snubbed my studio purely based on perception. Um, but yeah, that is, that's, uh, that's something else. In any case, why are you spending truckloads of money where you don't need to? So this person who would want a manager to handle whatever it is that they'd want would have to either pay this manager up front or they just need to be a really, really, really good, viable investment. And how do you prove that you're a good investment? There has to be some kind of a track record, unfortunately. You can go with the best pitch out there. I've seen amazing pitches. Hey, I did this, I did this, I'm ready with this, I'm ready with this thing, I've got this thing good to go, I'm good at this thing, I can do this, that and the other. 
please help me out with you know studio time I need to put this um, project together and these the very same people still get full-on rejected um, so back to what I was saying initially what the hell are people doing with it what are you doing with your time that you feel that you don't have the time to spend a little bit of time doing a little bit of research just a little bit of reading here and there just to learn how the industry is going to treat you should you want to do XYZ it's so simple I don't understand it it's so frustrating there's people there's people who are um, who are out here doing things one person and they're able to put whole shows together they're able to they're able to uh, organize their own sets they make their own you know they sort out their own contracts they do everything themselves they're making a whole lot of cash quietly in the corner they're just working they're just continually working but they've learned the systems they've learned how to work around the system and you'll find that there's other people out there like yeah i know i don't have time to do that let me just get someone else to do it for me let me get someone else to do this other thing they end up in a situation where they don't have any money coming their way. I just had, I had a meeting two days back with this guy we were on the phone and he was, he was complaining about how there's revenue out there. But the problem is he's split his pie so much. He has a manager, he's got a publicist, he's got a promoter, he's got all these people that are there. And when the money is supposed to come out, it's quite a bit of it that comes out. But the problem is 20,000 Rand can be, let's say it's 20,000 Rand for a gig, whatever it might be. That money is split seven ways. That money is split all sorts of ways. By the time it gets to him, dude's making maybe two, three thousand rand of that money. And I was like, what are you doing? You know, are these contracts that you, yeah, these are all agreements with people, you know, they get me that, the other one gets me the other. I'm like, you need to sort yourself out. This is like having debt. It's eating you alive. You think you understand what's going on, but it's eating you alive. Um, so yeah, we essentially we got to a point where we were like, look, you have the skills, you have the contacts to not need someone to hold your hand through each and every single moment. You have the capabilities. What are you doing? Don't waste your time. Don't, you know, and this is, look, some of it, in fact, a lot of it comes down to laziness. A lot of it comes down to just not knowing how to manage your time. A lot of it comes to being able to prioritize what it is that you need to do. So you'll find someone will say something like, you know, I hate admin. Okay, that's straight up laziness, right? That I don't accept. I'm like, look, you're going to suffer because you don't, you don't like, you don't have to like admin. I don't like admin either, but I manage it. And what that does is it helps me to, um, uh, to actually make, you know, I can actually handle my, my own business. If there's a contract that comes through, I can already tell you where I'm going to be, where, where the shortfalls in that contract are. It's quite, it's quite apparent to me now, but it's because, you know, I don't mind sitting down for a short while and just working it out. Um, certain people just don't want to do that. Then, another issue is, um, you know, you might have commitments, right? You've got a nine to five. There's not a lot that I can say because I don't have a nine to five at the moment. If I did, I'd be able to shout at those people too. But for the most part, I can't say anything to you because I don't have a nine to five now. I, when I wake up in the morning, my first thought is music. My second thought, third, fourth, and fifth thoughts can also all be music. Whereas I remember when I was working in a nine to five, my first thought had to be, crap, I need to get out of bed so I can go to that place so I can work on whatever it was. Whether I enjoyed it or not, my mind was not 
directly on music, right? I tried to make sure that it was, um, especially when I was, you know, once I'd gotten into the swing of things at my job, but it's tough, I get it. And by the time you're done, you've used the best energy of the day. You've used, I understand this, I understand it wholeheartedly. That you've used your best energy of the day on tasks that have absolutely nothing to do with music. When, you, when you're working on your music, you're working with um, what the last of your energy, the l- absolute last of it. Where you're just like, ah, look, I'm gonna write a song, but you're not, you know, you're not, you're not a hundred percent energized to do it. I get that, but if it is like what, what I was saying in the beginning is, do you want, excuse me, do you want music to be something that you do full time, something that you are involved in full time? Because if you do. You're going to have to make sacrifices at certain points. That one episode of whatever program you want to watch, you might need to sacrifice it three times a week so that you can get those extra three hours in. Um, okay, we can't skip meals. You might need to cut down on a little bit of sleep. You might need to. Um, I, don't, I don't encourage it too much. But there is, you know, there'll be work that needs to be done. And unfortunately, you can't fit in eight hours in a day. Um, so you're gonna have to, you know, you're gonna have to find ways to make it work for you. Either if you have money coming in from your nine to five, you pay people to, to work while you're not working on your music, or you make a way to make those extra hours at the end of the day work for you. What I did is I thought about it as like if I want my music to make me the same money that I'm getting from my nine to five, I have to put in the I have to try and put in equal time both into my 9 to 5 and, and into my music. With the 9 to 5, that's a given. I had to, um, uh, I had to be there, right, between the hours uh, that I was working. And I didn't want to disrespect the 9 to 5 by taking music work and sitting there in the 9 to 5 and doing the music work there. Uh, so what I did is I made sure, look, if there was, an, if there was a, a break, Say it was a lunch break and I was outside, I'd take a call or two. That's fine. I don't mind doing that. That's okay. But like I'm talking about like um, during actual work hours. I didn't do any of that. Now, what I do is at the end of the day, I get home at about 4, 4.30. When I got home, I made sure I went straight to the computer. I switched it on and I was like, today I'm doing stuff. Let me set up the day. And I wrote down what I needed to do. Sometimes I'd do it for the entire week and I'd basically set out the plan. This is what needs to get done and I'd get stuck in. If I didn't finish everything and it was like 11, 12 o'clock, then I would take a break and be like, I'll come back and I'll continue. After work tomorrow, I'll continue from this point and just move on. And I did that day in, day out, day in, day out. It made, I won't, I won't lie, I got super, super, super tired. I was really, really tired. Um, because I didn't have any time to do anything. I think the only times I, ne- I, 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 I left studio early was if there's maybe a soccer match that I wanted to watch or I had another commitment that I needed to get to. That's when I would, um, you know, I would uh, I'd cut studio time short. But if it wasn't that, I was there until maybe 10, 30, 11, sometimes 12, 1 if I needed to, needed to be. Uh, it affected my health a little bit. But I, what I tried to do is I tried to make sure that I did it in pockets. So I'd do it for maybe Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, uh, or like I did Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Friday sometimes, 
and then I would use Saturday and Sunday fully. The nice, things, the nice thing about Saturday and Sunday was that from time to time I'd be able to block out an entire day and catch up on some of those hours of work for music. But the end goal was if I want the music to make as much money as I'm getting at my job, I need to put in as much time. That, just, that was a goal for me. And I managed to get that done. I managed to get it right. I managed to make that work. So I'm speaking from a space of experience when I say, what the hell are people doing with their time? They'll say, I want to be a musician. I want to do this full time. But then the actions don't speak to that. I actually should have led with this. But the actions don't speak to what they want. So you'll say, I want to do this full time. All right? You'll say, I want to make... I want music to make all the money that I make. I want it to be my primary source of income. Great. But now what are you actually doing yourself as the artist? What are you doing to make that happen? And if you are saying that you are putting in two hours into writing every day, um, you spend 10 minutes on social media hitting people up and trying to make deals and stuff happen, you never make calls. You will sit with a friend for three hours complaining about the music industry and how it's designed for people like you to fail and that thing you you're wasting time you're wasting time straight up um, you need to be squeezing out each and every single minute out of each and every single moment um, I'm just thinking now I'm driving and I'm doing and most of my podcasts I'm doing a car but I'm driving at the moment and I know that this is going to be a 25 minute drive so I try and keep it to around about 20 odd minutes, sometimes less. But it allows me to create a piece of content that I know someone's going to listen to and eventually someone might hear that and then from there, it just, it's a ripple effect. They listen to the content, they might feel, look, I need to hit this guy up, they'll hit me up, they'll send me a message, after they send me a message, we start to talk, after we start to talk, we vibe out, we might do a collaboration, they might, you know, they might want a product from me, um, they might want to get some services done, I can help them, they can help me. This is how we grow. This is how we build. But I wouldn't have been able to get to that opportunity had I not been doing my podcast on a daily basis whenever I'd be able to squeeze it in. So this is what I'm talking about, making the most of your time. Um, I really, really want, this is like a, a bunch of programs that I had lined up on TV from the Christmas period that I really want to watch. I've saved them and I really want to watch them. The problem is... I just don't get a moment to like and I never feel like I want to prioritize I'm like I really want to watch that program right now and I'll go and watch it I watch TV I just I it, it's never a priority for me uh, to watch TV when I'm relaxing and maybe I'm with family or whatever it might be then I might you know dive in and I'll watch something um, the only thing that I make an effort to do is to watch my soccer team live that's all I ever ask for I don't have to see that thing now. I don't have to, I'll, I'll record it for later. But the one thing I ask for is for two hours in a day, uh, sorry, two hours in a week, let me watch my team in peace live. That is all I want. That is it. So outside of that, I feel like majority of my time is spent on either I'm, I'm on my social media somehow trying to work on a deal of some sort. I'm talking to someone. I'm trying to figure something out. Or I'm in front of my PC trying to handle something for someone. Or what I'm doing is I'm just making beats. Recre it feels like a recreational thing when I'm just sitting there making beats. But at the end of the day, I'm making product that I'm eventually going to sell off one day or get placed one day. And that's eventually going to help me and what I'm doing. I feel like I'm making good use of my time 
um, I'm sure I could do a little bit extra, but I, I, like, I'm okay. I still need to rest and stuff. So I'm okay with the way things are at the moment. But when I say something like that, then another person will be like, yeah, well, I haven't written a song in, in four weeks. Um, I emailed three people last week and they haven't gotten back to me. Um, there's this event coming up that I want to go to. And, you know, there were these beats that I was listening to on YouTube that I, you know, I, I, I thought about possibly purchasing in the next two or three months. You've done, you've, you've told me nothing. You've said nothing to me. You're not doing anything. That's, that you, there you're doing enough work for this to be a hobby. And I think that's what a lot of us are. We are hobby artists. We want, we like the idea of blowing up and becoming big and becoming massive entities that are able to pull in huge numbers at shows. But we're working like it's a hobby that we do, you know, on a very, very, very occasional basis. Really. Like, yeah, I'm going to write one or two songs. So it just needs to, they need to equal up. Your ambition, the way you're talking, needs to match up to the actions. This is, it's a very, very simple concept. You can't want to be a, um, uh, you know, you can't want to play in the Champions League as a footballer but you train once every two weeks. It doesn't work. It doesn't, just doesn't happen. Um, yeah, so, yeah, just, I think if we can just fix our ambitions, or at least fix our, act, our, fix our actions so that they match our ambitions, um, we'll be in a much, much better space. We'll achieve a whole lot more. Cool. Uh, if you have any, you know, you have any questions, um, hit me up. Send me an email. Send an email through to silasbeats at gmail.com. Uh, you can hit me up via text on 074-605-7360. Yeah, we can keep the conversation going. Peace.